And welcome into In the Mix with Mike. Ooh. Another episode, and we are finally back. We back. Jose went away 50, on his spring break uh, down yeah, in Florida. Back. He had a business trip. He's back. Yeah, we in the building. We took a little hiatus, but a lot to cover tonight in this episode. I am very excited. Jose, you ready to go tonight? Let's cook up, my boy. Let's do it. So episode number 12 here on season two. Coming in with the Masters recap, John Rahm, the number one player in the world, won the Masters this past week by four shots over Brooks Kepka and Phil Mickelson. At 52 years old, Phil Mickelson goes out there. <laughs> it's, just it's crazy how he's still competing. Wild results, Rory McIlroy missed the cut this week. Could not see that coming. Scotty Scheffler tied for 10th. Uh, Tiger Woods, he hung in there pretty tough. He, uh, mm-hmm. he made the cut at three over, but then... Weather was cold. Uh, obviously, you know when you have surgery, Jose, you know with, with yeah, the your knees, knees they give out, they got real quick. Yeah, and his leg, obviously, with surgery, you could see him leaning. Once you have like plates inside your knee or any like body part, like yeah. you feel that in the cold weather, like when it rains and stuff like that. So it definitely affects you. And the way he was walking, it was like wow. Yeah, I mean, this is he a guy. Barely stand. This is a guy that went through five back surgeries, blew out his ACL, you know, had his leg almost amputated. Now he has plantar fasciitis. You know, now we just heard reports of the screw at last year's PGA, which caused him to withdraw. That the screw in his foot went through his skin. Could you imagine how painful that must be? Oh, shit, that must be scary just looking at it. Like he doesn't need this, and he's still competing. So, gotta like, if I was to see that, I'd probably faint. I know. It was just, uh, it was definitely a wild week at the Masters. I don't know if you caught it as well. Like two trees on Friday's round because of the wind fell on the seventh, over. 17th tee box. Jose, it did not. Thankfully, didn't hit anybody, and like where the two trees fell, like these are tall pine trees in, yeah, in Georgia, true. right? The guy was in the middle of the two trees, and they both split him, and he didn't get hit. It was crazy. Yeah, guy was behind him. <laughs> Not only to mention that fell like within 18 minutes when they had separations between the morning and afternoon group. It's it's actually wild that everybody was okay, but the tournament itself was uh, was great. It was a long one, a lot of rain delays, but. John Ron, number one player in the world on Seve Bioceros' 40th uh, anniversary. Uh, he goes and wins the Masters. Awesome. Got to give Shout him Shout out flowers. to him, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> you get him. Any way you could get him, man. Yeah. That Spanish that Spanish passion is is there in John. He's really matured, and he's uh, 28, and he's going to win a lot of these two-time. He's, in, the, he's in for one. But uh, we'll... We're kind of moving uh, moving along, recapping a lot of the past couple of weeks. Jose, I got to give you your flowers on yes, sir. UConn. UConn, baby, I told you. Winning March Madness. I told you. Pretty wild stats. They had won every game in the tournament by double digits. Uh, the national championship game wasn't entirely close against San Diego State. We called that game, me and you. Um, but Connecticut, UConn, winning the uh, NCAA I tell you, what, those are, there's just certain teams, like if you give them a window to get through. Yeah. They're scary, and I just felt like they had the energy, they had the defense with them, you know, and they were out to get one. Mm. What do they have, five now? Yep, they have five in, like, the last 25 years. Yeah, that's that's a crazy stat. It seems like also with UConn, they don't seem to get in the tournament, like, every year, it seems but like, when they recently. Get in, they but when they get in, they win. They pressure, yeah, yeah. And that's, sure. a, that's an impressive stat. I don't think I've actually seen a team dominate the NCAA tournament like they have in recent memory. When you're winning every game consistently by double digits and you're finding ways to just feel like at no point they were going to lose this game and then they made the statement against Gonzaga even, you know, two weeks before that and won by 28, you know, they're they're for real. So hats off to UConn. Congratulations to them. Want to also get caught up. LSU won the women's basketball championship game. Uh, LSU, baby. Any, uh, I'm an LSU Tigers fan for football but not for basketball, but – Shout out to them, you know, great victory on they have. You know, we had a little, yeah, little, you know, spectacle afterwards. And you're little, a, you're a guy drama. for that, Jose. Uh, any little any drama. word, any comment out of any out of you there, um, King? What do you think? I'm all for trash talking in sports. I think it's it's part of the game. I okay. think it's, it's it's very passionate. Was her actions, would you say, classless? Probably so. Probably at the wrong time, but you know it's sports, bro. We we done seen it all mm. in every sport: basketball, baseball, football, hockey, mm. soccer. Like that's just part of the game. When you have that fire in you yeah. and that passion in you, and your back is against the wall, and you have everything to gain. Yeah, you know, 
it may taunt a little bit. I think that this... Do I blame her? Absolutely not. Like, yeah, she worked her ass off to get there. Not too many people can say they won a national championship at the collegiate level. Not many athletes can say that they made it yeah. on a collegiate team, mm-hmm. Division One. Like, it's one in a million type shit. So, for her to go up there and, you know, show her passion, I, it, it was a little disrespectful to call it classless. I think the word was probably used wrongly. They probably could have, you know, substitute the word classless, but mm-hmm. no, I tip my hat to her. Congratulations to her. Congratulations to LSU. Yeah. Congratulations <laughs> to the opponent, you know. But it happens. That's where I think, like, for... I think the only thing I could say about this situation is, like, I I don't have a problem with her doing it. Back to Caitlin Clark. I just think watching the game at the time and the moment she did that, she only had two points and Caitlin Clark had 16. And she was really given... Giving her the work. LSU was winning this game. But that's game. what she needed right there. Exactly. She did need it. So as now in hindsight, it makes sense if that's what did fuel her. But at the time of the game, I was like, uh, well, we'll see what happens. We've but, seen a lot worse. But she has. She's proven me wrong because you know what? Her stock is up. And a lot of people have been, you know, really speaking about that game. It gave her and, a moment. And it really did put that game at a national audience, uh, which is great for women's basketball. So Absolutely. I tip my hat to her, and I tip my hat to Caitlin Clark. Uh, they put on a good spectacle, and hopefully we see more games like that in the future. So that kind of catches us up on like the past couple weeks that we welcome you back in. Jose, I know that We're you're here. super excited to be back, and let's We're get here. to what you've waited so long to talk about, baseball. Yes. Coming off no. the Mets with a 5-2 to two win over the Padres today. They took two out of three there. Uh, we're recording this here on Wednesday, April 12th. So if our listeners are not our listeners, our family members out our there. Our family members, our supporters. Exactly. Out there listening. That's where we are. Uh, Marlins took two out of three from the Phillies. Yankees took two out of three from the Guardians. Early headlines of the year, the Rays start the season 12-0 and if they win tonight against the Red Sox. They're 11-0 and right now, but they're up. That's crazy. 8-7 to right now. So, What do we That's think about crazy. baseball to start the year, though, as I talk to me? Um, <clears throat> I feel like a lot of the good teams, you know, they're off to like a slow, rocky start. Yeah. You have some injuries, you know, not that many home runs yet. Shout out to Pete Alonzo. He leads the league already in home runs. Mm-hmm. You know, he's putting in that pain. And I was having a conversation with my boys from New York. And since he's come in the league in 2019, he has more RBIs, more doubles, and more home runs than Aaron Judge. Yep. But we don't speak about it. We don't give him the credit. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because people are more lenient to Paul Goldschmidt. <clears throat> but I don't know if, if it's because, you know, they don't respect his love at first base. But for... A pure hitter, pure talent. You, you can't take anything away from Pete Alonso. Yeah. I think he deserves more credit. I think he deserves even more MVP talks. Like, he's on a, the highest payroll in baseball. They won 101 games. He was the lead RBI man on that team. Him and uh, Lindor. Lindor, I think, had 107. And Pete Alonso had 133, which matched Aaron Judge's. 133 yeah. RBIs in the American League. And, you know, for some reason, he just doesn't get the yeah. the credit. No one speaks about him. No one, you know, takes the time to give him his flowers. So, it's just, I don't know. I think we need to give him his flowers and, you know, put him up there amongst the elite hitters in the league. Like, he has more home runs than the home run king since 2019. Well, so... I think a lot of it may be, like, what the Mets have done overall, though. I think if the Mets, like, get over that hump late in the postseason and he has a big role. The Yankees haven't got over a hump. Yeah, but it also is the Yankees. I think. Oh, that also, I understand you know that. I, mean? I completely understand just, that. Just but we're alone. talking We're talking about pure hitting. Yeah. He's up there. Or you can, what you're going to get, you're going to get Aaron Judge. He has a better average. Cool. I respect that. But guess what? I don't need 300 batting average for my fourth hitter. He's a cleanup hitter. His job is to bring everyone in and he is the best in the league at doing that yep he leads he's the league. definitely in the he leads the league in home runs right now with six and i think so he leads far. in rbis as well yep uh i could check the rbis but he leads the league in home runs and right no now one with and six. no one gives him his credit i definitely can see where you're going with it i mean i'm not he's been doing it. it consecutively since 2019 and we're just gonna keep giving aaron judge all the credit we're gonna keep giving Paul Goldschmidt all the credit he's eighth in the league in rbis right eighth? now yeah he has uh 12 right now 
Who Mal Castle from Baltimore, 18 Shoot. RBIs right now. Wow. Alvarez from Houston, uh, He's also a monster. with 16 RBIs. I want to talk about slow starts because the Houston Astros to this point in the proceedings are six and seven, and for what it's worth, that's a little bit of a slow start. I've that's also what that's what I've I also mean. noticed they haven't put Chaz McCormack in the lineup <laughs> as well, and the pitching has been, you know. I think they're taking it more lenient with their stars. Like I think p- pitching is going to become so such a factor in the game of baseball. Like, of course it already is, but you need your star pitchers down the stretch. You need them yeah. early in the postseason. And I think, you know, the league is becoming more offensive-driven, so I think they're going to give pitching more, like, leniency and, like, try to hold them back. And probably, like, if he doesn't have to pitch the fifth star, you know, push him to the sixth star. Yeah. Like, they, teams are going to load up more on pitchers than just – their aces and depend on them to go out there and pitch seven, eight innings <clears throat> every four, yeah. fifth day. Like that, that's that's a lot of wear and tear, and especially now with the game clock, that changes everything as well. I was just gonna ask you, what do you think about the game clock? Because I was watching, you know, a report the other day talking about how Juan Soto, just as an example, right? He was a guy that dances around the batter's box. You know, likes to do a lot of things, take a lot of swings, get in the box around the fifteen second mark. Now he's yeah. like trying to leave the box. He can't. They're saying how that affects him. What do you think about the you know the pitching clock? A lot of these games are going around two and a half hours. I mean, me and Bill had the Phillies game on that started at four, went to extra innings, ended in ten, and was still done in three hours. What do you think about just the the speed of the game that it's being played at this year, Jose? To me, I actually like it because it doesn't drag on, and you know this like for sure like batters you know can't step out the box as much, but. There's just some hitters that, you know, they exploit that. Mm. There's no reason why it's taking you two, three minutes to get into the box and fixing your gloves and doing all of this. Like, that's a little excessive. Mm-hmm. Like, they had a, I forgot, a, I don't know if it was on Bleacher Report or MLB, but they showed, like, two clips put together where literally two outs, three outs were recorded in a span of one at bat for one particular hitter. That's crazy. It's like, yeah, you speed the game up. Like, eventually, you know, you, you, you have to adapt or, or perish. Like, it is what it is. Like, yeah. it's just the new rule. Yeah. We got to run with it. It benefits both sides. It benefits I, the I fans. Think I think it benefits. That's where I think it, it matters because I think a fan could be like, you know what, we can go to a baseball game and be done in three hours, and that's it. You know, we don't have to be out in the heat. I think that's another big thing. A lot of these games, you'll see a lot of double headers. I think you could really spread it out a little bit, and I think the attention – you want to talk about how baseball has become more of that popular sport? This, yeah. I think, helps. I really do. I think no, for sure. a lot more sold-out games, which I think is great. Yeah, because you're not in there three and a half hours, almost four hours for a game. So just imagine a game where it's three and a half hours with no runs. Cut that game in half. If there's no runs, we shouldn't be here that long. I was going to say, there's still runs being scored. I was The Cubs beat like the Mariners the other night. It was like 14-7 to in like the sixth inning. And I was like, wow, there's... They're still able to put up offense, you know. Um, I guess my next question from that is, do you think that the season from 162 games gets shortened now? If we're going to shorten games a little and speed up games, I guess? I'm, I'm do we all... cut games now, now a little? Absolutely. Okay. How how, how soon, you... though? Because that's a tough thing because that's that's big Two money years. there. Two years, you think? I mean, what you can do is, just like they did, like, what was it, last year or the year before, add another wild card team. Add more teams to the playoff bracket. I will say, though, I think every baseball game, like, I know people say doesn't matter. It does matter, though, right? Because most of the time, like, the seeding does determine a lot of these matchups. And if you have to play a game seven in your backyard versus going to play a game seven away, it's a big difference. Yeah. So, But doesn't that come down to the All-Star game? I mean, in the World Series it does, but I'm yeah. saying throughout the postseason. Oh, yeah, 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 the Yankees sure. have had... You know, when they have to go to Houston, it's like, oh, we're down 2 nothing already. And now we yeah, have to win sure. three in a row and then take one over there. It's That away home but matchup makes, is rough. But. That's what makes baseball, though. Those yep. moments, that energy that, you know, you're back against the wall. Like, who's going to come out victorious on that end? So, I'm all for it. I get I'm that. all for the pitch clock. I'm all for shorter games. I'm all for less games. Like, there's no reason why we should be. One, 162 games is way too many. Two, it, 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 the risk of injuries is way higher. Let's bring it down to like 120, mm-hmm. add an extra couple games to the playoffs. You know, 
And it's like not it's not like these games are all sold out all year round. So and now we will have more sold out games. So you, you don't use lose the revenue as much. I know. But, but things change. You live in <laughs> and you gotta just either you adapt or you perish. I think it's uh also another big thing about injuries. Um what do you think of your take of injuries? I just watched the Phillies lose two out of three to the Marlins. They don't have Harper, you know, they don't have Reese. They're Starting the season slow. I think injuries. Seeing that around the league. You know. Injuries is just part of the game. Mets it, on it's, Diaz. It's going to happen. I've always said, like, I don't want any players to get hurt. Like, I don't wish. Excuse me. I don't wish any injury on any player. Yeah. Not even my rivals. But if they were to get injured, let them get injured early in the season. So that at least they could have a, a shot at coming back. Yeah. Or even making a, a, a postseason run if their team gets into the postseason, like, Get the er, the if you were to get injured, at least like get injured early, early in the season on, yeah, so you can rehab because you know it's a hundred and sixty two games so yeah it gives you time to get back yep. like uh when Diaz they interviewed him I think it was yesterday or today I'm not too sure but he said like the way he's feeling right now like there's a shot that he might be able to return if they make the postseason that's amazing yeah, yeah. but I, I would be though I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah I wouldn't push that that's amazing. Those but, are decisions that the front house have to make, you know. You have to protect your players from themselves sometimes. Huh. But we'll see what happens with the season. Uh just getting underway. So uh we'll see, you know, how the how the long season of baseball goes. A little slow start. Like we said, the Rays are kind of the team that's catching eyes early. Eleven and zero to start the year, but that's fantastic. The Mets they, are keeping close were, with were, the Braves. They, they were good last year too. One and a half back already, so who the Braves? The Braves are up one and a half games on the uh, Mets. Phillies are four games back already. The Braves. But Shit. It's a long season, like I said. Exactly. Not only that, like our divisions always, it always goes up and down, up and down, up and down. It's up for grabs. I don't think there's a, a, a clear, clear winner in that division yet. Yeah, it's too early to tell. Yeah. Very good point, Jose. Uh, rapid fire on the podcast tonight. We're jumping into the NBA. Let's do it. Last night, the Los Angeles Lakers the defeated King, baby. the Timberwolves. LeBron James goes up. for 30, and the Lakers survive in overtime. What a night from Bron. What do you think? Do you think it's the year that he goes on that run again? I mean, I, I, if you were to ask me every year LeBron could go on a run, he just has to get in. Like I said before, like LeBron is a different – he's a, just a different breed, like – you don't come across them too often. Like and you mentioned last night, like, you know, you got to cherish these moments because you don't know, yep. like, he's literally on his way out. Like, we don't know when it's going to, if he's going to win another one. You don't know if he's going to make the playoffs. Like, so every game and every playoff series that you get to witness LeBron is, like, appreciated because I think we, we, we take too much time to, like, criticize and, like, put the blame game, but... We don't take the time to like literally just sit back and watch history. Like this man is doing this at thirty-eight years old. Mm. Thirty-eight. Mm. Everyone that he came into the league with, their sons are in the league. Facts. He's playing against you guys, kids. Well, he still went thirty-six and then ten last night. Like, yeah, bro. Because he's the, just in the OT uh, victory. What he's, a, he's what a the, performance. He he is. He looked good though. He is the greatest playoff basketball player ever, bro. He has the most points in the playoffs, hands down. So, with that being said, he's just a different athlete. He's, he's how far do the Lakers go? I think we're gonna get past the first round with uh, job. We're gonna pack those young boys up. You think the Lakers of beat course. the Grizzlies? Yeah, yeah. We, our defense. Wow. Is, our defense is too good. We're we're long. We're we're strong. Um, I think if AD could really step up, and, you know, average twenty five and ten. Every series, and LeBron just do what LeBron does. I think we can go through the West. That's amazing. That Grizzly. They're too young, bro. They're too young. Playoff series. That's They're gonna young. be amazing. They're though, young pups. You go back bro. and forth. They're young pups. So wait, how many how many games did the Lakers win that? that Is it a five game series? You think it? Uh, no, oh, it's seven? seven. It's seven. The first round. Yep. Uh, it ends in six. Wow. Oh my God. For sure. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going down you, the line. You, you can't you. you can't you you can't like sit there and like really say LeBron is gonna lose to these young boys. And I'm not taking any credit away from them. They're yeah. a great team, They're a collective group that really puts in pain. Like I give them their credit, but when you stepping into those 
to those games and those series where you know how to win and you know what it takes and you're going up the, against the greatest basketball player to ever live and he's been there and, like, this is his time. Like, LeBron turns on into LeBron in the playoffs. Mm. He's a different player. He's a different leader. He's the coach. He's he the proved G. it last night. He looked yeah, fresh. Yeah, come on. Exactly. Like, this is, what he, this is his time. I'm excited. LeBron. That's a matchup that we haven't got. Of course. And we've been waiting for, like, these matchups. Yeah, Desmond you know what Bain, I mean? you know, they had their, their little altercation where Braun was like, yo, stop talking to me like that. Yeah. I'm not going to allow that. And then he came and he yacked it on one of them. I think it was Jaron Jackson Jr. So Big Shannon Sharp's in the building for this yeah, matchup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, for sure. But I, I think Lakers roll by them. I'm going to switch it to uh, another matchup I want to hear. Warriors-Kings. What do you think of that matchup? Oh, that's far. Shout out to Sacramento. They haven't been in the postseason in a long time since Jesus was in the third grade. But um, their ticket sales is incredibly high, even more than the Warriors in, at the base. Third grade, wow! But they they can ball, they can ball. But then again, it's just like Clay is hot, Steph is hot. Like if they get on a run, like Draymond said, don't let us win another chip again. I think the Warriors are gonna win this. Yeah, play. I think I think so too. I say in six. For sure, I think that's a good, good rhythm. I think, for them. I think, they I think steam, they're gonna start yeah. putting they that steam, pedigree. They steam by them. They just like I said with the Lakers. Those are players. They know what it takes to win. They've been there. Like this is my backyard. This is where I make my, my money. This is where I earn yep. my stripes. So, yep. Them uh, boys, they know what to do. I like that. Uh, let's switch it over to the Eastern Conference. To the Hawks, who beat the Heat in the playing game last night by a lot. Capello went for twenty-one boards. Shout out Capella, twenty-one boards last night in the playing game. Yeah, absolutely dominated Bam out of Bayou. The Hawks play the Celtics on Saturday in Game One. Do they have any chance though in this matchup against the, Hawks? the Celtics? Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, I, don't, I can't see it either. You no. Think it goes a clean sweep or? I'll give them one game. Yeah, I say that, five. If that. No upsets here. No. Uh, Sixers, any slowdown by the Nets? I can't see it. Any Bridges I don't is see, out. I don't see, yeah, exactly. You took the words right out of my mouth. I don't see them winning without McCall Bridges. Amen. He was averaging like 26, 27 for them. Yep. He was the heart and soul for that team. I don't think he, I don't think Cam Johnson could do it by himself. What about the Knicks? Do they have anything against the Cavs? We got to watch it, Jose. What do we think? That's, that's a fun matchup. Come on, that's talk to fun. me. Talk I'm, to I'm me. I'm going with the Knicks. Me too. In seven? Go, of course. I'm going in seven too. I'm going with the Knicks. I'm ready. And, and Cleveland is such a strong team with yeah. with their shooters and Garland and what you call it. Donovan Mitchell. And Donovan Mitchell. Like they 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 can they can run the floor and really get crazy. But I don't know, for some reason I, I like I feel the Knicks this year, you know? I feel like Jalen Brunson, like when he taps in, like he could be dangerous. Mm -hmm. Randall. Uh, Randall could really eat up. It's just gonna come down to like defense because I feel like Garland and, and Mitchell they're gonna go off. They just, I think the Knicks just have to find a way to get stops and get rebounds. You were just you saying, have to control Jared Allen on the boards. We were just talking about how LeBron, big player, big time, step up for the Lakers. We want to talk about Curry and the Warriors. I want to talk about Randall. If Randall can step up here and lead the Knicks, everybody's better around him. Yeah, I need Brunson to continue. But that's the problem to that move they have. the ball and then get Randall involved. That's the problem that they have. Like if they can they, find that balance, they could they could score with the Cavs. That's they what can, I think absolutely. they can do. It. Emmanuel quickly is a monster. I know too. he's going for like twenty. The thing is, days. I feel like the, the Knicks' problem is like down the stretch, they don't know whether to go with Randall or Jalen Brunson. Like, yeah, and I feel like they both go nut. And they don't want to pass the ball. Brunson never passes the ball. He doesn't. Games. Yeah, yeah. And this he is me and you talking as fans, right? No, now, for sure. But, like we've seen it. And when yeah. we watch the games, we talk about like, yo, pass the ball. I know all the but time. But they just want those big moments, like, and I respect it. Like you really go out there and you grinding and you are trying to put your team on your back. But sometimes, like LeBron says, you just have to make the right basketball choice mm. and get everyone involved. Draw your defense and get someone open. You got to make Randall. He'd he be forcing it too much, and then he want to pull up. He wants to bring down the ball, pull up like he's KD. You're not KD, bro. <laughs> like, I understand, like, your three-point game has developed. It really has. A lot. It has. And I give you a lot of credit for that. But sometimes, you know, you got to make the right basketball play. We don't need ones and out. I know. We got to get boards, get a second opportunity, pass the ball, get everyone involved. If you get everyone involved, it's harder for the defense. Yeah. And Donovan Mitchell could go up and give you 35, 40 points. That's gonna be great, though. Yeah, it's gonna be a great series for sure. I'm excited. It's, yeah, that that one. I is, don't know if we'll get past the Bucks, but I just wanted to get past the the Cavs. Uh, no, I don't think. Uh, yeah. it's tough. It's tough. I know. 
they're just too strong, and there's there's no answer for Giannis. Next next series is there is there any any prediction that you have for what the NBA Finals could look like pre playoffs? I guess I will give you mine just as a baseline. I'm gonna take the Celtics from the East. I just mm. think that they're the culture of that team and what happened last year, and possibly mm. there's talks with Jalen Brown. Does he move on? I just think the Celtics have been the best team out of the East. I think they will find a way to get back to the NBA Finals. Out West, Phoenix Suns. You got the Suns? No, I don't got them. I got the Suns. I, I think, got them. I think they're going to collect. Their bench is not deep enough. I think they're going to collect. No. They have, I think, overall, when you have CP3 facilitating the ball the way he's kind of moving the ball, D-Book has been pretty good with the mid-range and then KD has been actually very good when healthy and then not only this this has elevated Aiton's game a little bit more so I think the Suns kind of click it more than any other team in the playoffs um, I do think the Grizzlies that Laker Grizzly series I think is going to determine a lot though uh, I think if, sure. if the Grizzlies get off and roll that could be something but I think if the Lakers beat the Grizzlies out of the playoffs and Braun is playing like he did what do you think about Philly I think out of every team, player-wise, the Sixers should win the NBA Finals, right? They have the best players, I think, all around the court. From James Harden, Embiid. Nobody is stopping Embiid. Maxi, yeah. Niang, Milton. I, I think they're stacked, bro. bench, and not only that, the role players that they have outside of Harden and Embiid, they should go and win the NBA Finals. The only thing that they have it's... different than the Celtics, I feel like coaching... The mentality a little bit differently defensively. Do you, do you blame it on Doc and the Rivers? Organization. That's where I would say. Do you say. blame it on Doc Rivers? Because Doc Rivers has had a lot of talent, bro. Yes, I do. He has had a lot of teams where, you know, a lot of talent. Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan. Like, he's had teams, bro. I, I think and I he think he's a great coach. I'm not trying to take anything away, but I he think he just if doesn't he, find a way. Yeah. He doesn't know how to adjust. How did they not? Like, I, I still cannot believe they really got beat out by the Heat last year. Like, I just think when you got Harden and Embiid on the, the, on the court and Maxi can facilitate the ball the way he does and even be a bucket the way he can, and then Niang is a, is a walking bucket, they have the guys, they have the right play. I just think that if the Boston Celtics can lose their head coach in the summer after losing the NBA and Finals come back and still come back stronger. <laughs> That's all coaching. Yes, and even the matchups that the Celtics have lost on the road in Philadelphia, they didn't have Brown. Jason Tatum did not have a good game. When they're fully healthy... That's a I, tough team to beat. That is a tough team to beat, and I just I really hope the Sixers do it because I've been seeing a lot of, you know, just... Just tough matchups and tough losses in Philly, you know. I would like Phillies to see them. The Eagles. I would like to see them at least get past Come the first on. round. I know. I want to see them be like. At oh, least they'll get past the Nets. If they don't get past the Nets, the city may burn. That, that would not be if good. If they don't get past the Nets, I think you got to blow that team up. Mm. Yeah, if they don't get past the Nets, everybody's going to You don't even have to blow the team team up. Get shout rid out of Michael Doc. Rubin, though. Shout out get Michael rid of Doc Rubin. Rubin. We got to shout out Michael Rubin. Shout out Michael I want to shout him out because I saw on Twitter like two weeks ago, like I think the day after you left, he. Was in a card store, right? This is kind of like a nugget I'm going to slide in there. He was in a card store, and this uh, little girl had, like, all of Devin Booker's, like, all of his cards, right? So Michael Rubin, like, just <clears throat> FaceTimes Devin Booker off rip, and D-Book answers the phone. And uh, Michael Rubin's like, yo, what's up, D-Book? And he's like, yo, what's up? And he shows the little girl the phone, and... Uh, she just like starts crying instantly because that's her favorite player and like it was like one of those moments like where D book sent her a jersey and like sent her tickets to like her local game wherever I think she was in Los Angeles so whenever they came and played the Clippers I think um, but just honestly what a great moment by Michael Rubin to do that no like, for just, sure just a solid has, just a solid a, guy to do that out of anybody yeah that's like in the entertainment and you know sports media and all that stuff yeah that dude has a lot of pull. Facts. He can call whoever he wants. Yeah, he can. He can get you little baby on the phone. He can get you Wayne. No, whatever you want. Whoever you, he wants, he can. He has pull. He can get you anybody on the phone. Shout out to him. He's a good dude. Like you could tell. Like yeah, when people are around him, he just has like a good energy around yep. him. Like he's always smiling. He's always doing for others. But he's a good dude. Shout out yeah. to him. That was awesome for but, sure. But and back, yeah. I mean, going back to Sixers, I think that if they can't get past the Nets, I think they got to blow up that team though, because. 
you can't you can't you can't not get past the Nets without all the guys they lost this year. So I don't think I don't think, I don't, I don't think it's done. It, it, I think it comes down to coaching, honestly. But yeah, I think later in the playoffs when they got play Rivers the Celtics, hang it up. They, they, people are still living on the fact that he won a chip for Boston. Yeah, I get it. Congratulations, but Doc, that was like a long time ago. That was a long time ago. All those guys that you coach in that in that team are retired. Yep, they're long gone. They're sports analysts. They're they're doing all different types of things. You need to hang it up. You clearly haven't made the adjustment to the new league. We'll see if he proves you wrong. Who do you got in the NBA Finals? I got Celtics and uh, Suns. Who do you think? Uh, I'm going. I'm going with my boy Braun for sure. I'm going Lakers. I'm going Lakers Celtics. Wow, what a matchup that would be. We're going Lakers Celtics. After he got that no call in January, if that's and the if NBA, the Lakers, my, <laughs> if that's the NBA finals the Lakers, matchup, that would be incredible. If the Lakers don't make it, I'm gonna go with the Suns because you know Devin Booker is my guy. D Book, you know that's my guy. I'm gonna go with him, but I think Braun has to run in him. Yeah. If AD can stay healthy and and do what AD does, mm-hmm. control the boards, play defense, and just average 25, we don't need you to 30, 40. We don't need that from you. Yeah. Just give me 25 and 10, 25 and 12, and we in the building. It's going to be interesting to see sure. how far the Lakers could go. But I, the Suns, if the Suns could, could, could like really get everything in motion yeah. and hit that spark. That's why I think. They're running through the West. I know. That's why, that's why like I said. How do you guard that? You got to guard Aiden, KD, D-Book. CP3 CP moving the ball. Come on. But the only thing I say about the Suns. Their bench is weak. Yeah. They lost a lot of firepower when I they know. made that trade. For KD. They could have had McCall Bridges. They could have had Cam Johnson. But they we'll made, see what KD does. They we'll made see. it They made it to the finals. All their eggs it are in that work. basket. It didn't work in the finals with that team. They blew it up. And I don't blame them. I would have went and got KD as well. Mm-hmm. But for the future, I would have stood with yeah. Cam Johnson and McCall Bridges. Because you see what they're doing in Brooklyn together. But I think it's. I think it was a decision with. I think D book. I think he's happy there. But I think then, if that was the direction, you may lose Aiton. You may lose CP3 because they're going to chase that ring. You know. But Aiton just resigned. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, true. 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 But I think that he resigns because this could have been the play all wrong. And not, not only. You know what I mean? Because I think KD talked about this before. Like this could have happened, and it just didn't. And then once the Nets kind of broke apart, it became to fruition. The but not for nothing and like, everything. To be honest, if you were to ask me, without Chris Paul, Aiden is not the same player. Absolutely not. No, yeah. CP3 has you know made why? Because his incredible his player. position is just it's not there in the league anymore. No, we didn't mention the Nuggets. I, the thing about the Nuggets, though, I know they've had a great record, but it just always happens. Like they they just gas out. Yeah, that joke that, is just like they find a way to, to stop him. I, yes, that's what I think it is. I think. It feels like these playoff matchups have more precedence. So I think it was like James Harden. Remember when James Harden was in Houston and he was I just know. a dog. Well, I think that's and be- then he gets into the postseason and yeah. like, all right, we can, we can coach that. We can, we can. How would I say? We, we can, can guard pre- that. I yeah, think we can prepare for film. that. Yeah. yeah, we can prepare that's for that. I think that's where I think these matchups they have more precedence. They're watching a little bit mm-hmm. more film. They see maybe where Jokic is looking more. There was three to four times last night where I was just watching Braun defensively, reading a bunch of plays, finding ways to make steals. It seemed like he was a little bit more, his IQ was a little bit more focused. The focus is He's there. He's playing more like free safety. Exactly. There's just a different energy when it comes to playoff games. Mm-hmm. Personally, I've said this is the best time of year for sports. Just like the energy of the playoffs, mm-hmm. the energy of March Madness, the energy of the Masters. These are what matters. In Facts. This is what is history. When you look back on 2023, you may not remember a single matchup unless you were at that game, but you're going to remember who won the championship. You're going to remember that final game. So this is where it matters now. So I think I just haven't seen that out of the Nuggets yet, you know? But I got to give you your flowers on the Mavericks before we move in the playoffs. I don't know what the hell happened, but you've been having great takes. You nailed UConn. You nailed the Mavericks. They don't make the playoffs. They don't. You called that when Kyrie made the move. You want to gloat it? I'll, I'll let you do your like I said, it just, your home run trout. It just it just goes down to like you can't implode your team and lose three four anchors to your team defensively three point wise. Then what he? 
and then just bring back one player. One player doesn't cover for four players. I don't care who you are. There's only about three players in the league, four players in the league, that you can say one player replaces four. Mm. You'll probably say KD, Braun, Steph, Giannis. Yeah, I mean, Luca. a lot of guys to give up for one yeah, guy. Yeah, that's what, what I mean? happens. And then you, you never really know what you're going to get from Kyrie. You don't know if he's going to be healthy or not. And just the two just two ball-dominant players, like mm. Braun, I mean, not Braun, excuse me. Kyrie is not just a sit on the side, spot up shoot. That's not his game. Yeah. Luka is not going to sit on the side and let you cook up and just yeah. stand on the side. He needs the ball in his end. And, you know, it just came down to, like, they didn't win games. They couldn't find the mojo. Like, yeah. they lost too much. They ran into each other, basically. They both couldn't get out of their own way. Yeah, Kyrie like, had the ball too much. Then Luka had the ball too much or too little. It's just, like, the balance, the rhythm was off. You traded in. You traded a dollar for four quarters. Yeah. That's what happens. <laughs> it's amazing. You didn't get back in your return, and you know what? He's going to walk. You implode your team because you know Kyrie doesn't want to play in Dallas. That's not going to happen. He's not going to be Where do you think he it. goes? I mean, this is way early right now. We'll talk this in the summer, you know, but. I mean, he can go to Lakers. That would be something. Where where could he go right now? D'Lo did not have a good game. Well, I don't know how he finished because I, I fell asleep a little early, but he was not shooting well early. In that at game. all? Yeah, not at all. But I think he'll bounce back. Yeah. But I don't know where Kate, Kate, I mean, Curry, what is wrong with me? I don't know where Kyrie just, I don't know where he lands, to be honest. Yeah. Because, like, right now every team, and I'm not saying that Kyrie can't replace any of those point guards on these powerhouse teams, but... It's just like it goes back to the fact that you just don't know what you're gonna get with Kyrie. Mm. You just don't know. Every day he wakes up different. That's I just I still can't believe the Mavericks aren't gonna be there in the postseason. And I think you let you let Kyrie walk before you lose Luca. The Thunder beat them out. They're gonna play in the playing game tonight against the Pelicans. How crazy is that? Thunder's good, bro. I think the Thunder's gonna. Do you think be, they beat the Pelicans tonight? No. Nah. I think our uh, shy's too. He's just. Shy's a walking bucket. Everybody just, probably knows the result by now. Stud. By the time the podcast will be posted, but, but yeah, I think you know. <laughs> I just think that the Pelicans have more star power. That's what I would say too. They have with Ingram, yeah, yeah. They have Ingram. They have uh, what's his name? McCollum. CJ McCollum. Like they have more go get buckets yeah. kind of players. Okay, no Zion though tonight. OKC still very young. They're still learning, but they have a ton of draft picks. Giddy's good. They. They're gonna get players. They still size uh, good. They have what's his name? Wambai. Uh, what the hell is his name? I don't know how to pronounce his Fun name. Who? The 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 seven footer. Oh, they got hurt. He got hurt early. I did see that. Wayamba. Some. I don't. Excuse me, guys. You don't don't quote me on this. <laughs> I just don't know how to pronounce his name. A little he, rusty off the break. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, but he's gonna be a problem. And they they have like seventeen first round picks. Yeah, with all those trades that they did. Blue. So they they could they definitely. Put a, they definitely gonna put a lot of pieces around. Shy, Shy's very young. He's a bucket getter. Like the Duke, average thirty if he wants. Yeah, but that's not gonna be enough because you know what? He's it a come, walking bucket. Yeah, it comes down, and you know what's crazy that he could average thirty with no three pointers. I know. That is actually kind of scary. He can that's, get to the that's rim. That's when you know he's he he gets buckets, and he can hit the elbow jumper. Yeah, too. he pull up, he can shimmy, he can shake you up. He reminds me a little bit of like Livingston, a little bit. You know, he yeah. doesn't shoot the three. He just yeah, hits he, a lot of elbow he's jumpers. He's like he's like Demar Derozan. Yep, and goes to the rim a little he, bit more he, too. Look at him on the screen right now as we speak about him. There you go. Look at his daughter at the court. Speaking court of, side. of the, Toronto, they're uh. A, they were up last time we checked on the Bulls here, live in the studio here Wednesday night. I would like to see DeMar on the Lakers. I think he fits. But, you know, I don't know how that's going to work out. Zach Levine. 93-91 in this game. I but. think I think if, if, if Chicago doesn't get past this series, I think they're going to blow that team up as well. They're they're young, but a lot of injuries. Ball yeah. with the knee. DeRozan continues to play really hard. So. I think I think Lonzo's career is over. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens uh, with the offseason with the Bulls. Started speaking about Toronto. Let's transition from sports into music. Drake dropped a single last week. Oh my god! Search and Rescue, Jose. Oh my god! What do we think? Oh my god! What do we think? 
search for the hoes, and rescue the boyfriends. Wow. What a song. Drake, bro, that was... That was typical Drake shit right there, bro. Yeah. Bro, he's an architect when it comes to this music shit, bro. A lot of different flow, a lot of different ambiance he was giving you. Bro, it's just like his quotables, like everything, like just just listen to the song. Like, I don't know how to express my love to you, so I'm an American, express my love to you. Like, Yeah, he had some lines he said I would give you. Come on. Ask the world, but I got other planets too. I was like, come on. He's cooking, bro. It's like, you know what it is? Like, I was, we was talking about it the other day. It's like, when Drake makes music, it's almost like a, how would I say? It, it fits from a male perspective, but it also fits for a female's perspective. The just, Kimmy K yeah, sample bro, work, though. Like, that was perfect. I know. Come on, bro. He's just, I don't, it's just like how, he, he's he's so precise with his music, bro. It's like, he just doesn't miss. Yeah. He doesn't miss. Like you just he just gave us her loss and then he hits us with that. That's gonna be like one of the tracks for the summer. Yeah, that's gonna be a banger. I still think he's got some more coming. She said Especially when he's gonna go on tour. She said, I didn't come this far to come this far and not be happy. Come on. Come on. That's for the ladies, bro. Yeah. Drake don't he don't miss. Nah. This 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 like I don't care who you have in your top five. Drake is the greatest artist of all time. I'll take, but I mean that was it was a good it was a great track though. It was a sneaky track, like the cover like just had like that if factor was just all you see is the eyes and everyone is thinking it's Kim K. Yeah. When we deep down know it's not Kim K. It's just like he's so he's so witty with it. Yeah. He really is. He is and like he knows how to drive the needle. He knows how to you know, get you how would I say he grabbed your attention real fast and he shook the building with that one? That was a banger. Also, other music that dropped Ray Shrimmer. For some reason, we're not uh, pronouncing his name no, right. Yeah, sneeze. sneeze, my boy, because allergen season has been fucking me up. <laughs> you don't even understand. <laughs> I, was I was in Florida, bro, and my eyes were like two golf balls. I was sneezing like 12, 13 times back to back. My boys was like, Yo, what's you. wrong with you? Here, you wanna- All right, I got you. <laughs> so other new we're not cutting this out either we're not gonna cut this out we have <laughs> no nah, it's just it is what it is bro allergy season is here for everybody who has allergies you you guys understand you have that one sneeze that you're trying to get oh, it out man. and it's just playing with you in the back of your brain and like right of your sinus and it doesn't want to come out and it just shuts you completely down you understand that's what mike is going through right now so we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna bear with him and i'm gonna help him out we're gonna keep it rolling uh, any other new music you've been checking out lately, Jose? Any new music? No, but I have definitely been tapping into old music. Like, the debate has been going on for, like, a week already. Like, who can win in a versus either mm. 50 Cent or Lil Wayne. Wow. I'm going with 50. Really? Yes, I'm going with 50, bro. Oh, here we go. Shout out to 50. Shout out to New York. I'll I'm, go with Wayne. You me, don't think? You don't think nah, Wayne? I'm not saying that Wayne doesn't have bangers, but... I, from from my perspective, I feel like Wayne's best music is when he's on a feature. Okay. Which I understand you could use that in the verses because it could just be any song that you were on. Yeah. But if you want to talk about just single tracks, like them by themselves, I think 50 shakes the room. 50 has so many classic, timeless records that still kick to this day. Hated to love it. Um, or oh, Many Men. Candy shop, like it's just so many, and I and I know it's it's hard for I don't a lot. Know. It's hard, got... you know what it is too. Is like I'm 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 a little older than you, so a lot of people like weren't around when Fifty was the face of hip hop. Like they what they didn't feel the energy in the city, and especially like coming from New York, like Fifty dominated the rap game, and he put out two classic albums back to back. I could definitely see where you're coming from, though. 50 could, had a movement with G-Unit, for sure. Wayne but had Wayne. his run, too. Wayne definitely had his run. But I think if we're going to go track for track, by themselves, no feature, just straight bangers, I, I'm i going to go with 50. But if we're going to go bar for bar, of course, we're going Wayne. That's what I was going to say. I, I Bar don't know, for but... bar, absolutely, Wayne gets him. I feel like he can get people going though. He's got for bangers sure. though. I don't think. All right, so let's let's put it like this. Do you think Wayne could beat Drake in the verses? 
No. No, exactly. Do you think do you think Wayne could beat Kanye in a versus? No. No. See? But I, I think he can beat fifty though. I ah. Nah bro. You don't think? Tomorrow when you go to work, put fifties two first tapes. Get Richard Dotron and put the massacre. I'm not taking anything don't, away from fifty. Don't play anything got, else, bro. And when you hear those records, it's like nostalgic, bro. We're from New York. I like you know understand. what that moment felt like. You're a little younger than me, but Fifty had it. Maybe bro. that's what it is because he 50 has had it. six I, I foot, seven foot, a milli, a milli. Yeah, Come of on. course, of course. Then he like uproar even like in some of his new shit. He still slapped out to like. Nah, well, I, is, I don't know. You Wayne go, is known for, known for features, bro. I don't know. He's got "Love Me," the motto too. Obviously, you, yeah, yeah, you that's, say features, that's Drake. I know, I know. He's got. He also class. has a lot of like his feature definitely on like hooks. He has definitely had some really good. No, for sure. I don't hooks. take anything. Make away it from rain. Him. You know, Wayne is definitely top five, easily, hands down. Like Wayne had a run that we probably besides Drake. We haven't seen another artist do Drake. I mean, not Drake. Wayne had a, a run where in one year he had like 100 features, bro. Yeah. He was the hottest shit in the world. Mm. He had Lollipop. He had a Millie. Like, he had bangers. He okay. definitely did. But a lot of those were mixtapes. Yeah. How many classic albums does Wayne have? Mm. Not many. I, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll Carter 3. You got the Carter 3. You got no ceilings, but those are all mixtapes. I would say, what? are you counting I Am Not a Human Being now? Are you counting that? I think that's a mixtape, though. Ah, he had some bangers on that one. He had For Bill sure. Gates I don't right take up, anything. Up, listen, when I say okay. I'm taking 50. The Carter 2 I'm, was good, too. Carter I'm, 2 was a classic. I, I think, I I think Carter again. 3 was a classic. I definitely would say Carter 3 was a classic. But... I don't know. It just it's probably for more than nostalgic feeling, I guess. But fifty, like, come on, we can really go track for track. Many men, twenty one questions. If I was your best friend, I want you around all the time. Oh, I know. Yeah, fifty. I got don't know. Hits, I, it, bro. it depends on the verses if they use features. If they use features, I think that's when you could put Lil Wayne over fifty. I still yeah, think. I think so too. Because that's where I was coming from. When we think of like a rap battle, I think of everything you're. Discography, you know, if you were on a feature and that feature is, but really in the verses you could do that. You can use yeah. a song where you were featured on. It doesn't necessarily have to be your song. Your song. So that's but, where I'm saying I think then Little Wayne though. I don't know. He's just been. I don't know. I feel like he's made also more music too. Than Many men wish death upon me. It's gonna be blood in my eyes. Oh, that, that can't that's fire though. Come on, bro. Fifty got a lot of records. I can't hold. And you. they age very well. Twenty one questions. That's going to be a great... Like, you put 50 in the club right now, and people, they, they hip to it real fast. I know, fast. but you put Lil Wayne in the club, too? But Wayne, but I love Wayne doesn't make... Five, four, three, two. Wayne yeah. doesn't make those records. Like, he doesn't really make club records. His records is like, I'm going to bar you to death. I'm going to have all these crazy metaphors, all these double and triple entendres. Like, you have to listen to the to the lyrics to, like, understand what he's saying. I know, but I feel he's like... A, he's a bar mitzvah. I feel like also with Wayne... Real G's moving silence like lasagna. lasagna. Come I, on, like... I know, but, like, I feel like with Wayne, his name also, him having... I feel like music was at a little bit different point, too, where 50 probably missed it in a sense where I think when 08 happened... When Ye kind of changed the game a little bit more with, with the auto, auto tune and everything like that. Not only that, well, T Pain, yes, but there was a lot more features then. So I think Absolutely. Lil Wayne ended up on a lot more hotter tracks too that we would just play at parties. That he would be on like the third or fourth verse. Like he was on DJ Khaled's albums all the time. So like Make those are rain. consistent bangers and obviously making him and Ross. That's what I'm saying. So I feel like with all those like tracks and not only that, the artists that he can. Link up with together Stay him and future Andre. That's what I'm saying. He's like, I'm nah, on that good, good. I'll go hot. Yeah, nah, he come on. Wayne definitely has it, but that's I just, what I'm saying. I just he, feel like it's not even him. It's just song, his song, you know. Song for song, Fifty got it. And a lot of Wayne's music didn't age as well as Fifties. Play. It, the, it's play, a great battle. It's a great it, battle. It's it an awesome what is, battle. What does our What does our family members think out there? Right. It, I I think it because it comes down to like. Where are you from and your age? Yes. Because if if you're more of a millennial where you were born in the 
early 2000s, you're probably going to go with Wayne because at that time when you were growing up, Wayne was the hottest shit in the world. Facts. If you're like an early 90s baby, then you're going to go with 50 because you felt that raft when 50 blew the game up. When he was going against Ja Rule. Yeah. When he was going against Jadakiss. Like, I mean, it just depends on age. And I, I don't want to make myself sound old, but I was blessed to be born in one of the greatest eras of hip hop. This, so this is a great, this is a great, this is a, a great talking a, It's point. a great debate, and it's a, it's a. I, I would love to see that versus. Yeah, and I'm, I'm gonna go with fifty. I want to see what, our, what our listeners will say about it, though. I, I'm, I'm more likely sure that they're not gonna go gonna, with Wayne. Not they're listener. gonna go with Wayne for sure. Our family members. We're, we're millennials. That's like, that's like if you ask any kid in high school right now, yo, who do you take? Do you take Jordan or LeBron? Do you? Exactly. You take Jordan or LeBron. Yeah, do you take coming. do you take Jay Z or do you take Drake? Ninety five percent of these kids are gonna say Drake. And I'm gonna say Jay Z and I'm the biggest Drake fan in the world. Like I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Drake. You're gonna go Drake? For sure. Wow. No, I still think Jay Z is nobody is touching that. I still think I he, think so. I don't know. I still think nobody's touching Jay Z, but uh it was Anything, uh, anything else you wanna you wanna add to the uh, the pod tonight? It was kind of a rapid fire, welcoming you back, but right in the middle of playoff games, left and right tonight. A lot of baseball, a lot of things going on. Uh, anything else to add to the episode, Jose? Um, what would I say? Good to have you back. Honestly. Yeah, we. I, I missed it for sure. Like we need to cook up. Uh, do you want to get on the Uzi low? You want to? I think we should. Okay, let's do it. I think it's is is an important topic to speak on because I feel like lately, like I think he's just been going a little overboard, and for the platform that he has to just 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 to go that route, mm-hmm. and especially like when you and and like we mentioned before, like Uzi, like you're no longer the the nineteen, twenty, twenty year old kid yeah. anymore. You're a full blown grown adult. With a very, very, very huge following, a huge fan base. You're probably one of the most influential rappers since, you know, the SoundCloud era in 2016, 2017. Like, you know, people didn't think you were going to, you know, grow that far and, you know, still be here to this day as a as a superstar because yeah. when that SoundCloud era came out people weren't really like giving them a shot people weren't giving Yachty the shot people weren't giving Uzi the shot and now he's a superstar and then he goes and he's showing like all these you know demonic how would I even say like antics and then he Symbolism, tattoos yeah. yeah he tattoos like the cross upside down on his mouth it's just like for me it's just it's, it's just too much like yeah I understand, like, people may have their views on certain things, but when you're too blamed with it and then, like, you have such a powerful platform, for me, it just rubs me the wrong yeah. way. And I, I personally, I'm a step away from Uzi. Like, I wasn't, like, I'm a huge Uzi. I wouldn't say a huge Uzi fan, but I definitely give him a lot of credit. Like, he's definitely put on for a lot of these artists. Like, he, he paved the way. He broke down barriers and he broke down the door for a new sound of music. He was a pioneer in that SoundCloud era, yep. for sure. He was like one of those pillars. Like, he broke down the doors for for people who didn't just rap about streets or who didn't have bars or who didn't go up on High ninety seven and kick a freestyle. Like he like that's not me. I'm not here to freestyle. Don't yeah. ask me to freestyle. Yeah. So I definitely give him his flowers because he's he cemented his name in hip hop forever. But I just think that the the decisions that he's making to to put out there and the message that he's he's putting out there for the kids mm. is is not too good. Yeah. So for me, I'm just gonna like separate myself a little bit from him because it's like, excuse me, it just keeps getting darker and darker and like in a time where, you know, kids, you know, shit, yeah, it's, it's just too much. I don't yeah. think we need that right now. No, we don't. So it's just like, how do you feel about it? Like, do you have any take on that? Uh, it's one of those things that. You know, this is a topic I feel like doesn't get brought up as much, um, but I think it's a topic that I think a lot of people maybe have heard about. You know, I think you see with a lot of artists and a lot of actors, um, sometimes even maybe even athletes, but there's always some symbolism that yeah. is shown. Even at the Grammys, what's that? What's that kid's? What's that dude's name? Oh shit, chubby white dude. Uh, He's a singer, pop artist. 
I don't know. He, he was dressing all red with the high heels as a devil. Oh, shit. At the I Grammys. Damn. I think Sam Smith. Oh, shit. I didn't even see that. Yeah, Damn, bro. really? Symbolic was crazy, bro. He had, like, he was, like, all bloodied in red. Then he had, like, these huge stiletto boots. And it was, like, crazy, crazy. Like, what the? the whole Damn, I didn't was see red. that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, the symbolism is getting too blatant yeah. at this point. Yes, yeah, it is. And for a time where, like, depression is so high and, like, kids are, like, trying to... F- fit in and yeah it's just it's just not the right way to stir a certain you know demographic of kids so for me it's just not it no um, yeah um I'm, I'm okay with not having uzi on my playlist yeah i think like, it's... i could probably listen to your tracks like the old classic tracks but to continue to like you know push this this narrative of like this symbolism of like and it doesn't even have to be like like a religious thing like or you you practice this or you practice that. It's not nothing about that. It's just you're you're putting out a bad energy into the world. You're putting out bad symbolism, mm. and I'm I'm not. I'm, it's not for me. I agree with that. I think I'm gonna take some time away from from listening to Uzi for a little bit, just because of you know the music, symbolism. Music and just, is the most influential it, thing. It's sad though, cause like you almost like question why why that is you know i guess or like hey, what his reasoning some, is but some I guess people like have their own beliefs and yeah. i'm not gonna knock you for no, it i'm not gonna bash you but what i'm gonna do is i'm just gonna step away i'm not gonna judge you and yeah, tell you hey you can't do this because at the end of the day like mm-hmm. that's him that's who he is that's what he believes that's how he feels i i can't knock you for that like that i've is, always said yeah. live and let live like so for me it's like i'm not gonna trash you i'm not gonna throw dirt on your name i'm just gonna you know Alright, that's you. You stay over there. I stay over here. Yeah, and we know we agree to disagree. Amen. Amen to that, though. Hundred percent. And especially in a time like this, you know, in the world that we're living in now, with a lot of you know tragedies happening every day. Social media is like a big factor in kids' daily day life. Like you're constantly trying to fit in. You're Mm. constantly trying to get the validation and the credibility from people that you don't know, and it's just like it stirs you all into the wrong place. Like facts. It could be a cesspool of like yeah. real bad things and emotionally like I don't know. That's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother yeah. day where we yes, can sit down is. and you know really dig deep into that. But you know, live and let live. You I know? like that. That's how I see it. I like that. I think definitely like as we always say on this on this podcast, the way that the world's moving at this speed and you know technology yeah. at the high, you know just. Always, you know, always remember what's important to yeah, family, you and love, the individual. And peace. Yeah, you can't put a price in a exactly. peace of mind. You can't just love yeah. your friends, love your family. Like, yep, you know, try to be the best person that you could be. Mm. I'm not telling you to be the greatest person in the world because you know that's that's a tough hill to climb up. And you know, we constantly like fight those battles every single day to like yeah. carve the person that you want to be. And some people want to be carved as a triangle. Some people want to be carved as a circle. Like. I can't knock you for that, but just be the best version of yourself and put out positive energy, you know, help those around you and like, you know, spread love. Like that's, that's my biggest thing. Like spread love, spread happiness. Like mm. if we're all happy and loving and, you know, I think the world could really turn around. Yep. Amen. Jose, as as you always say very well on that show. Yeah. Live and let live, man. Yeah. I'm not going to knock you for your lifestyle, your decisions. I wish everybody the best. Yep. Jose, so. uh, anything else to add on the rapid fire pod? We got some pods coming. I got a, I got a rapid fire take for you guys. Hit me with it. Stay blessed. Keep grinding. And tomorrow's a, another opportunity. It's Keep, a new day. Yeah, tomorrow's another opportunity to to make the world a better place and to make you a better person. Like mm. we all make mistakes. We all have ups and downs. But just keep keep going. Keep fighting. Like. You know, we've all been in a dark place. We've all had dark days. We've all had a day where, you know, you look up and you're like, damn, what's next? Or like, I don't know what to do. But just pick yourself up. And if you see somebody in that position, pick them up. Call your friend. Text your friends. You know, we all going through something. Every day someone's going through something. We all go through roller coasters of emotion. Text your friend. It doesn't hurt anybody to be like, yo, what's up, bro? How you feeling? Yeah. People are quick to call you for a favor or for, you know, for something that benefits them. Call your friend. Mm-hmm. Call your mom. Call your dad. Hey, mom, how you doing? How was your weekend? Boom, 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 boom. Just stay in contact with people. Keep that friendship alive. Keep that bond alive. Yeah. And 
That's all I can give you for now. Stay safe, stay blessed. Jose. We love you guys. It's up and it's stuck. You know what? First, we'll be back with yes, the Metro Mark Podcast. Coming soon.